So the big question is, how do health experts like you generate more income, impact more people, and create businesses that work around their lifestyle and serve their family? If you want the answer to that question, then you're in the right place. Whether you're a dietitian, a nutritionist, or nutrition coach, this is for you. My name is Dr. Javier Carlin, and welcome to The Practice Revolution. We are a movement that is revolutionizing the way private practices are built so you can practice on your terms. Join us and follow along as we learn, apply, and share the top business growth strategies that we're using to grow our own business and to help you grow yours, using only the best insights and advice from top industry leaders. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Practice Revolution Podcast. I'm here, your host, Dr. Javier Carlin. I'm here with a very special guest. Uh, Today we have Lindsay McGregor. She is a registered dietitian and the founder of the Dietitian Directory. I'm super excited uh, to have her here to share with you uh, a little bit about her journey and how the Dietitian Directory came to be and how she has an amazing opportunity for you uh, to get more exposure, reach more people, uh, so you can help more people, make more money, and uh, change people's lives, including your own. So, uh, Lindsay, thank you so much for uh, being here with me today. Oh, thanks for having me. I always feel very inspired when I talk to you, so... I think it'll be a great conversation. Absolutely, a hundred percent. So, Lindsay, why don't we why don't we tell everyone, um, the listeners, a little bit more about yourself, your backstory, and uh, how we got to where you are today? Yeah, I I think my favorite thing about the dietitian directory is the backstory and how it um, is so relatable for so many dietitians who just kind of have that, those moments of feeling a little bit meh, and you know, um, so it was about. Um, 2017, when I was meeting with a bunch of dietitians uh, for a garden party for a cookbook launch, and all these private practice dietitians were coming in, and I had no idea who they were, even though they were amazing, master's degree level um, trained dietitians in my community, and I had no idea who they were. And they had blogs, they had websites, but nothing was all connected. And the city that I'm from, it's Calgary, and Calgary's pretty small. But I just had this dream, like this little tiny dream inside of me to connect the dietitians who had blogs in my city. That's all I wanted to do. I'll just make it all in one place so that I could see what was going on in the city so that I could read people's thoughts and like really kind of relate and learn something too. And so sitting at this garden party, I just was drinking my glass of wine and I told everyone that this would be a great idea. And everyone kind of was like, yeah, that's, that's a great idea. And then there was just something in my heart that kind of picked it up and decided to run with it. And I just started looking places. I started trying to connect with people, trying to see if anyone else had any, any thoughts around this. And I actually got connected with um, one person who was in private practice and she really helped me get started. And she and I were together kind of creating the website business for about six months. And she was really introducing me to the world of private practice. I had always worked in um, government and I just thought it was very interesting how she was thinking differently, a lot differently than I was thinking about how to run a business. And I was picking up on all the things that she was saying. And 
I think the level of self-belief and the level of connecting the dots and knowing our freedom to do that. And the, I guess the credential that, um, or the authority that being a registered dietitian allows us to, to do and do so. And we got to a point where we had a nice overseas website built. And then it was probably about 2018 when it started to work. So June, 2018, and it was just a project, I think still probably under like maybe $2,000 had gone into it. So it was just a side project. And then, um, I took some time off, um, like just life kind of got in the way. And then I only really picked up the website kind of in like the summer of 2019 and got back at it, just kind of pushing away at it. And then um, the first person that I was working with, she left my side and then um, she just didn't feel like there's um, like the right fit with her. And then all of a sudden, this other lady um, named Bree, who's a dietitian in Canada, who um, focuses on SEO for dietitians, Bree Bell, um, she works with the Frugal Kitchen, and she helped me see that I had a really great opportunity. She just loved the name Dietitian Directory. Um, she loved how it was a quick backlink, and she helped me understand SEO in a way that was to... Um, a level of, of competence, I thought. And um, she really helped show me what I could do on my own rather than having to pay somebody for. And then our website, probably by the end of 2019, had kind of got close to 100 members on it across Canada for free. And then I think that the, yeah, so that was kind of like early 2020. The game changer was um, March 2020, where things really, really changed. Um, everyone was dealing with COVID. I was working as a dietitian in the ICU. And I ended up, because I was scared and lonely, joining a business group for entrepreneurs. Like just like on Facebook, there, there's an opportunity to be with women who are entrepreneurs in my city who want to have a glass of wine at the end of the day. And I, I just joined because I was scared and lonely. I didn't know anything about business. Mm. Um, but um, the pandemic was very interesting because it allowed me to move away from people in my life who were um, maybe doubtful of the project and it caused me to um, step towards it. Um, and then I was, I think with, yeah, I was still with Brie Bell at the time. And then I was moving forward with the dietitian directory and I was able to get a lot of volunteers to like write for the dietitian directory to build um, like contributions to it. So I was mm. starting to um, use the the talents and skills of a lot of um, people who were um, in university and, and didn't really have opportunities to um, to work in other capacities. And so that was that was really good at at that point in time. But the Big game changer was when I started to go on um, walks with a friend of mine who was a dietitian in private practice, and she helped me start to kind of, instead of doubt what I could do, um, start talking about what I could do. And um, she had a bunch of dreams of her own, and we'd always walk and talk during this this pandemic time because we couldn't really talk about anything else. We only had our hopes and dreams to talk about. So we, we'd walk and talk and 
um, she really helped convince me that there was something to to the directory. And then I just kind of kept going with it. And then in 2021, um, in July, I ended up um, kind of scaling it up, um, investing from the like old overseas built platform to um, something that's built in the city in Calgary. And um, people followed me where I went. And um, I was finding that people were making over like five figures annually by being part of the website. And um, it was just a, a change or shift in mentality um, mm. that was brought on by the pandemic because I really stepped away from people who were more doubtful towards people who um, really had that entrepreneurial gift or spirit around them. So I think it was really a, a testimonial to how you have to be around the right people in order to create. And then um, I also at the same time um, had dealt with some health issues and um, some that were, were really like the the level of between me and God. <laughs> and, and I never um, had um, really like embraced faith before, but I took um, just because I needed it. I took a 12 step program um, that was um, for people with no real addictions, but just with um, kind of heavy things in their life that they needed to move past um, thought processes or feelings or doubts. And I ended up um, through, through taking this um, for like a health related reason. Um, and it helped me believe in myself and that self-belief um, of, you know, my own worthiness, my own story of I am enough. And then faith um, really helped pull everything together as well. So a bunch of things were happening in my life simultaneously to help create this dietitian directory. That's all. Yeah, that that's amazing. There, there is so much to, to unpack there, uh, Lindsay. And so thank you so much for sharing uh, about, about the journey, uh, to, to get you to where you are now. You know, mm -hmm. I, I heard, um, quite a few things or I heard the, the power of, of your network and being around the right people and being in the right environment. I think that's huge. Um, the, the second piece was, uh, definitely having faith and, and having faith over, over doubt. Right. And so the, the power of, uh, being able to kind of see things working for you. And a lot of that going back to the to the first thing is like who you have around you, right? Uh, if you have people who are constantly kind of trying to bring you down or say, no, that's silly, that might not work or that won't work versus people who are like, oh my goodness, like that's a great idea. You should definitely do it, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it, it kind of brings a different level of of energy and excitement around it, which creates that anticipation for you to actually take action on the things that you want to do. And so um, I think that's a, that's a beautiful thing. So I know, I know one of the first things that you mentioned were you met, you met someone, uh, I forgot who it was specifically, but they just um, saw the world a little bit differently and had different perspectives for perspectives. And they had a few kind of like um, mindset uh, shifts or, or ways that they saw you know, mm -hmm. the world or, or life and business. So I'm curious mm -hmm. if you were, if you recall maybe one or two of, of those, those big like mindset shifts that they at least started to help you see, you know, a few years back. And uh, yeah. Do, do you remember what those were? Well, I think that um, sometimes in like, 
I think sometimes when you work for maybe a government or um, like a, you know, public institution, mm-hmm. you have your credential and you kind of um, feel like that power is bestowed on you because of your credential rather than kind of being out there in the world and being like, Hey, like I have this credential in addition to, I can really help you. And these are the ways that I can help you. And I think also to just being able to kind of see all the opportunities and then do the um, cost benefit analysis too. So being able to use capital, that's something I never thought of is Mm. like, okay, what's the return on investment here? And like, you know, what's, you know, what's just fun money to spend, but like, what's the return on investment? And that's something that never crossed my mind as, Mm. you know, a way of thinking. So always just thinking about, okay, what can I do with capital? What's the return on investment? And then kind of making a pro and con list and being really, um, you know, uh, I guess, logical about things. Yeah. And um, moving forward with things that make sense on paper and kind of thinking that like, chances are no one else is connecting these dots. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I think that's that that's huge because at, at the end of the day, like, and I think you mentioned, you know, being in that kind of uh, government environment when you were uh, working for the government specifically, I feel, um, you know, and this might be a little bit controversial, but a lot of the times like having the, and not just, not just in, in this case, but just in general, a lot of people look for the government or someone else to save them. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, like, like, it's okay. They're going to take care of us. And I think a lot of that mentality even happened throughout like the pandemic and COVID where the government was, you know, handing out money to people. And that's great. And I think it was, it was needed at the time and super helpful, but um, it does kind of create like this, this uh, victim mentality. And a lot of people need to realize that at the end of the day, it's up to them to uh, make the, the, the decisions and do something about it. Uh, to to really have the life that they want. And so I think that's super important. Um, and then the second thing, the idea uh, of of looking at things as an ROI, because it's so interesting, right? I don't know how it is uh, specifically in Canada, but, um, you know, it's so normal for us to pay, you know, tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars to go to school, right? For me as a physical therapist, um, mm-hmm. you know, it was over $100,000 uh, in student loans that I had to take out. Uh, to get my doctorate degree, right? And we don't even think about it. It's just like, oh, it's just what you do. But then when it comes to like investing in yourself and your business and ideas, for whatever reason, it it feels a lot harder to do that or it feels like risky, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And so it's a really interesting dynamic, right? Well, the other thing too is thinking about like investing in an idea you have rather than investing in, especially for women, like a new person. Mm. you know, or a new, something that signals that success. Yeah. But, you know, is it really the greatest expression and truest expression of like all the divine power inside of you? Mm. And is it like kind of creating that service and that generosity? And like, I'm all for like nice purses. I'm all for nice shoes, like look great, you know, like, yeah. you know, but I think that life just becomes more interesting and a lot more fun when you start thinking about what can you do and what are the dots you're seeing um, being connected and um, like really, really paying attention to it. But sometimes it takes things slowing down too. Like the pandemic was a great time for. Oh yeah. I think a lot of people realized, you know, or or took a step back and were like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And one of the things that 
I feel like always happens to me is I'm in the shower and I just have great ideas. It's like this miracle idea machine is, (laughs) (laughs) and I think that that's really a sign that like what I'm doing is like really true and what's in my heart and what I should be doing because I don't kind of consciously try and do it to impress anyone. You know, I'm, I'm happy to kind of be like living my quiet life, making this, you know, you know, helpful directory for dietitians um, that, should essentially blast everyone and tell them like, here is the authority of um, dietitians out here and here's how to, how to get them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not that's... really about me. It's about enabling all the other entrepreneurs out there to, to, you know, do it and be themselves and help people and have a good time do, doing it as well. But yeah. also like, helping people do what they do best and be able to like step into that power of really helping people and serving others in, in the way that they have, that strongest passion for like I, I don't think a lot of people go into dietitian school like to market to to spend all their time marketing right they right. want to really be out there helping people 100 percent, yeah and and so um yeah so again so so many good things that that uh we could go into back to your point about the uh you know investing in like or buying purses and, and nice things like those things are great yeah. um but, you know, it's kind of like the idea of like, you know, assets versus liabilities and an ad, like the, uh, I think what people need to realize is that they are the asset, like people are the greatest asset. And when you invest in yourself and, and you start to have these ideas and see these possibilities and get these opportunities, you know, the sky is the limit. Whereas investing in a purse, yeah, it's nice in the moment, but it doesn't really produce anything else outside of that for you. And then um, the se- the second part to that then is that you know, you're buying something that externally makes you look good and makes you feel good, but internally doesn't really do a lot for you in terms of, of being able to kind of expand your mindset and, and grow as a person. So, um, I think that's, that's definitely something really important to point out. And again, it's not that it's bad to do those things, but it's like, what's the priority, right? The priority should always be the person and, and, and your, you know, your skill set. And the other thing that is, is amazing is speaking about like just return on investment, mm-hmm. starting private practice is so affordable for people like to make some extra money on, on the side of um, what they're already doing, or just trying to like put their toe into the water is yeah. so, so accessible for people Um, between like, you know, just a easy, you know, a couple of membership fees for a few listing sites or, and like business cards and a zoom membership and, um, you know, a professional platform. Um, it's, it's actually, you know, you know, you can get your nails done like once or twice a month, or you could start a business. It's pretty wild that. Yeah. 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 That's so true. That's Mm -hmm. so true. Cause in, and that the crazy thing is that that wasn't the case, uh, you know, back in the day, even just like 10, 15, 20 years ago, like to start a business, you needed like a large loan, 50,000, 100,000 to get the brick and mortar location, to buy equipment, to hire a team, to do all these things right off the bat. And to your point, like that's, that's not necessary anymore. You know, with a few, few hundred bucks, a thousand dollars, you can get your practice up and going. And so I think, um, you know, what you offer with a directory is, is so needed and so great because uh, like you're, like you were mentioning, uh, we don't learn marketing in school right? Uh, we don't know how to put ourselves out there. We were never taught any of that. And so this is a, a tool that helps them, you know, take the step in the right direction in terms of getting their, their name out there. And then, um, 
The second thing I always tell people to invest in before anything else is like, if you need clients to grow your business and you don't know how to get clients to grow your business, like that's probably the first thing you should be investing in is, is tools and, and resources like what you have to, to help with that. And then also the education and skill set of, of how to do that because we didn't get it anywhere else. And so, um, yeah. Hey, what's up? It's Javi here. Hope you're doing amazing. Just want to say thank you so much for all the support we're getting in our inboxes every day. It sounds like you're really loving these episodes. Now, if you don't mind doing us a quick, quick favor, would you mind following us on Instagram at The Practice Revolution and actually taking a screenshot of this episode and sharing it in your stories? It's going to allow us to reach more people just like you who are also looking to start and grow their own practice, which is going to allow them to impact more people and transform the way that healthcare is done forever. So go ahead and do us a favor, do them a favor. It'll take about 30 seconds and we'd love you for a very, very long time. Thank you so much. Now back to the show. Yeah. And then there's also been a few simple things that I've noticed people on the site who do get clients. Like yeah. there are, there's just some people who like, everyone's profile is fairly similar and, mm -hmm. and the areas are fairly similar, but there's some people who will just get more clients than others. And here's what I've noticed. Um, people who have invested in a very good professional photo shoot. And I mean, I think that people can kind of have a passable, like really great photo blazer mm -hmm. in front of a fruit stand, find a fruit stand, find, find a farmer's market, get a blazer on, get your friends out, take a picture with like a really good Apple phone. But um, you can just tell such a different quality when you have a professional photographer take the picture. So mm -hmm. that is so important. And um, I've heard from like kind of my more like business people or like web people that it makes makes a huge difference. The physical picture, the image, the impression. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't like to think about that, but um, you know, I really hear that, that, that anchors a lot yeah. of people's choices. Absolutely. And the other things that I notice are the people who are out like pushing their, um, their profiles around on, on the web. So for example, if you live in a small town, like put your profile on your, your town's marketplace, put your profile um, wherever you're able to, that that's kind of local to you, um, because that's where people might just kind of stumble upon, stumble upon you, um, and just mm -hmm. kind of get that, that traffic, but you have to get a little bit of traffic yourself. Um, you got to share it with your friends, your family, your mom, um, your yeah. network, all, all those things in order to get a little bit of traffic. And then from that little bit of traffic comes more traffic, especially with the way like Google and SEO work. Um, the other thing is always focusing on how you can help the customer mm -hmm. first in your bio. Don't focus on your like your um, academic um, credentials. Um, first thing people want to know how they can be helped at their pain point and um, have that um, served and like taken care of. Like they have a problem they need it solved rather than um, hearing about your wonderful accomplishments um, in life. So <laughs> those are some of the tips. It sounds so simple, everyone, but that that's that's a huge mistake that we see so many people make is is talking about how awesome they are. Um, but there's that you know wonderful quote that no one cares how much you know until they know how much you care. 
Uh, mm-hmm. And so, and so by, by letting them know how you can help them and what problems you solve for them there, that's, what's going to actually excite them and, and hook them and want, uh, and want to find out more about how you could potentially help them. So that's, that's huge, Lindsay. Thank you for sharing well, that. And the other thing too, is like, how many times have you listened to like a podcast of somebody who's not that qualified, but they're talking about ways that they can help you. Yeah. And then, you know, you would like to ideally like hear that they're like really qualified, but they're not at the end. Right. But <laughs> with opposite right it's like you hear somebody like here's how they can help you and then at the end hey like they're actually really well qualified um yeah exactly yeah 100 percent. no that's that's exactly right um very very cool and you know i think i I just wanted to kind of bring bring back the um the idea of of faith and so i know i know you know you went through the 12-step program and it sounds like that really had a, a profound uh, effect on on your life in terms of, of faith and belief and i think a lot of people uh, have a little bit of a misunderstanding when it comes to to faith in general and also faith in themselves and i think there's a lot of people that say they have faith but they live in a lot of fear and doubt and so i wanted to ask you like what's been your experience kind of like going through that and, and uh and having more faith in like the day-to-day and the things that you do and, and maybe share some insights for other people on, on how they can do it too. Yeah. So I think that, um, like, so that same year that I was dealing with health issue, I was also working as the dietitian in the ICU as well. Mm. And that was COVID 2020. Um, so there were a lot of days where I, I just like looked at myself in the mirror and I'm like, I can get through the day, but somehow I, I I started a business and did this all, all at once. But what I realized, um, through taking a 12 step program, kind of the, the short Coles notes here, um, one is the circle of control, like identify the things, um, in terms of your business that -hmm. are within your circle of control and the things that are outside of the circle of control, um, spend more time in your area of control and, um, just keep focusing on that area because that's your power. That's your, your value. Like that's what you can do. Mm. And that's where you're really going to levitate out of that victim mentality, um, into the, I can do this mentality. So really focusing on that in every single decision you're making with your business. The other thing too, is, um, with a doubt, um, everyone doubts themselves. Like it's, um, very interesting to, um, start to, start to see this um like there there are probably some people out there who are just like naturally like very very confident people Mm -hmm. but for me it was more of a process where I had to go through the stories that I was telling myself and one of the stories I had to work through so I had carried this story for like 15 years and it was about um my internship and one of my um uh, one of my preceptors um her famous words to me were, I can't give you any feedback. I can't tell you what you're doing well, because you're actually failing everything. So I remember that and um, how unhelpful it was at that time. And how that always caused me to have that tiny bit of imposter syndrome Hmm. ever since the ever since hearing that, right. So um, but here I was working in the ICU in the heat of a pandemic. And I, you know, I, I still had to sit down and undo that pain that, and like the undo that story that this lady had um, kind of 
you know, like it, it was me who took on the story, mm-hmm. but it was somebody who was in the position of power who um, kind of helped, kind of gave me that story. Yeah. So um, anyway, I think that undoing those stories um, and trying to understand um, what is true in that um, from a, like a more loving, more self-compassionate, more forgiving pr- perspective can be really yeah. helpful. So I think that it would be good for anyone who's a dietitian who feels like, why do I feel this twang of doubt in myself every day? Um, you know, check those stories from your internship and your early times working as a dietitian and also to the competition that takes place in um, like school. Um, it's, mm. it's, it's just a lot. It yeah. causes a lot of doubt throughout. Yeah. And the other thing too, is um, it helped me even with like body shame as well. So I was able to look at some of the stories I, you know, I told myself even about like um, body um, and um, you know, the way I, I look at myself in, in terms of my, my physicality and to undo those as well. And it was just really, um, really freeing, very liberating and really at the end of it, most people should get the answer that they're enough and the stories that they tell themselves when, um, you know, just growing up or going through the lumps and bumps of life kind of um, occlude that clarity that you are enough in this world and um, how competent you actually are. Mm. And then, um, yeah, and then I, this was like kind of the kicker though. Um, I I wasn't one of those people who, was like much for prayer or anything like that but at the end of my first 12-step program so about you know this was five or six months in I um had applied for a loan with my um not a loan but like a government grant with the dietitian directory to have um a like employee salary um paid and in this case um, I had called up the government and I asked them, oh, like, is, is this um, grant coming through? And they're like, no, lady, we, we don't see it anywhere. Like, you know, we, really like go away. And then I, I just remember feeling like, oh, this is the one thing I really, really need to get my, my project to a business. Like, this is the one thing I need. And then I, I felt so powerless at the time that I just got, got, curled up in a ball and I just prayed for him because I was like, I crossed the T's, I dotted the I's and then I got on my knees and prayed. And then for whatever reason, I ended up um, having this one lady um, who like a couple of weeks later, just reached out to me. Um, her, she was doing her degree at NYU. And then she was in Hong Kong because of the lockdown and she was becoming a dietitian and she called me up and she said, Hey, can I volunteer for you for the summer full time for free? And so we had like, we're on zoom, we're, we're, we're zooming with each other. And I'm like, how did this happen? And then I looked down on the corner of the screen and her name was Trinity. And I was just like, Ooh, <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> she, was, she was wonderful. And then, um, Actually, a few weeks later, I found out that the government funding came in and um, it, the person I ended up um, employing, her name was Krishna. Hmm. Which, yeah. So anyway, I just felt like there's, you know, sometimes, you know, signs oh. like the cause through times, but there's some like real arrows. And so that really helped me out, I thought. Um, but it was really just 
by me kind of getting out, out of those stories of not being enough, letting go of a lot of anger, letting go of a lot of things that were not in my circle of control hmm. that allowed me to receive these signs and to uh, the abundance of yes. what is out there. That's so good. That's so good. Yeah. So, yeah. so much, so much again, that we can dive into there. Yeah. Um, but I, th- I think, you know, a takeaway for, for everyone, I mean, there's so many, uh, but one of them for sure is that we, we create stories in our minds uh, about what we think is or or should be. And a lot of those beliefs and those thoughts that we have aren't even ours. They were implanted in, into our minds by someone else uh, with either, you know, good intentions, bad intentions, intentions, or that, that was just their life. And so that's all they knew how to be. Uh, and so I think kind of just being aware of the thoughts that cross our mind and ask ourselves, like, why do I think that way? And is, and is that really true? That's right. True. Yeah. Is that true? And then, you know, the, the word story is so important because these are stories and, and these are stories that we make up about the future, uh, which means uh, many of the stories that people make are stories that disempower them, uh, cause anxiety or fear. But at the end of the day, there's stories that you make up. And so if you have the ability to make up stories, might as well make up stories that empower you. Might as well make up stories of, of success and happiness and love and how the ideas that you do have are going to be impactful and, and change the world. Uh, because that's all it is at, at the end of the day, they're stories. And so I think that's uh, very important for people to realize is that you do have control over your thoughts and thoughts create feelings. Those feelings uh, lead to actions. Uh, of, if you're feeling inspired, you're going to take inspired action in the direction of your dreams. And those actions lead to results. And so it all starts with your thoughts and how you think about the world and yourself and and the people in it. And I think that's a very powerful uh, thing to remember. And I think the one other thing too, is sometimes mm-hmm. like undoing those thoughts, like Sometimes you, sometimes you put barriers in the way you're like, oh, that'll be so expensive to take this program or it'll be so expensive to, or like difficult to do, but actually those thoughts, changing the, th- the thoughts, it's, it's free to do. It's, it's just what's yes. in your head. It's yeah. just what's in your head and, you know, finding good people to be around. That's mm-hmm. free. It's free to do as long as you start vibing with them where yeah. they're at. Rather than, um, you know, just being, you know, misery loves company. Like there's always somebody for that at the bar, but, you know, really spot those people who are like the lighthouses. A hundred percent. And that goes back to like where you started the conversation is like the environment, the people that you're around. So, so key. In fact, like we have really good friends uh, where we're living here in the Tampa Bay area that we've known for years and they're all entrepreneurs uh, and we, we basically told each other, like, if you ever hear something come out of our mouth, that's a limit, limiting belief or a story of why we can't, uh, you know, let us know, like, check us. And is everyone comfortable with being challenged about the thoughts or words that come out of our mouth so we can just be better? Uh, and so that's kind of something that we do for each other now uh, without, you know, feeling disrespected or or anything like that. It's just like, thank you. Thank you for making me aware of, 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 of what I just said when in fact it's not true. So yeah, and I think it's just a way that you can be tethered. Like you can be tethered to reality. It's not like you and your yeah. friends kind of go and hang out and be all delusional. And, um, <laughs> it's, it's, and that's fun too. Right. But, um, I think that you can be tethered to, um, just, the more loving, compassionate reality that there is. And mm-hmm. 
that we should all be um, successful, that there's unlimited um, potential for all of us. And we're not, you know, trying to like all eat out of the same pie, you know, we're all, um, we're all able to access our greatest expression of ourselves. And it's not really going to get in the way of anyone else. Right. There's so much abundance out there. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. We, uh, we hosted a class uh, this past weekend. We did a, a one day workshop and uh, we were literally talking about that, that, uh, you know, man, man made pie. And a lot of people think there's only enough pie to go around. Whereas, you know, God, the universe, whatever you believe in, right, uh, made fruit, right? You don't have to, you know, you don't make fruit in the kitchen, like it, it comes from the ground. And mm-hmm. what happens with fruit, you know, false uh, apple falls from an apple tree onto the floor, it has seeds, it grows more fruit. And, uh, and that happens forever. It's, it's unlimited and abundant. And that's how life actually works. Uh, and so, um, yeah, this definitely more fun. Definitely. And more, oh, way more fun, way more yeah. fun. Um, but this has been awesome, Lindsay. I think I feel like we can talk about all of this for hours and hours on end. Um, let me ask you this: What, um, in in terms of, I know, I know you have uh, a lot going on with the dietitian directory. Um, I guess, I guess, what advice would you have? Um, first, yeah, first and foremost, what what advice would you have for uh, dietitians out there who? are considering starting their practice, you know, already have started it. Maybe they're having some challenges along the way. What advice would you give to them? Uh, and maybe some words of wisdom for them to, to, yeah, to, to, to really, you know, keep moving forward. Um, well, one thing that came to my mind is I run a business group for, um, dietitians on the dietitian directory and it's free and for anyone who's a member and, we just talk about our challenges and barriers. So we've cultivated a community and um, it's people like, it's very common, like this, like everyone has kind of the same growing pains, Mm -hmm. but when you talk about them with others, it just becomes so much easier. So Mm -hmm. I would say that. And I think that that would be my, like, and you don't have to join that say dietitian directory, but just join a community of people who are entrepreneurial minded and you might be able to find that through um, like community events or, or anything really, but it's, it's going to be good if you can talk to dietitians who are in your area and your region. So they'll know like the, you know, some of the more local specific specificities of yeah. starting a, a practice. That's all. Definitely. Definitely. No, that's great advice. Um, Lindsay, where, where can uh, people find you online and learn more about, about you and, and the work that you've done? Uh, dietitiandirectory.com. Beautiful. I also know that you uh, have a special promotion going on right now. So uh, if you don't mind sharing with the audience uh, what, what that is and, and how they can get access to it. Yeah, it is uh, 2023 free. Um, that's the promo code 2023 free. And you can get 12 months free with the dietitian directory. Just try us out, see how it goes. I think you're gonna- Did you say 12 months? Uh, Holy yeah, 12 cow, months. 12 months, guys. That's yeah. a, for, for those of you that don't know, that's a full year. That's a full year. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, Lindsay, again, thank you so much for uh, for joining us today. Uh, I know our listeners got tons of value from, from uh, this conversation and I really appreciate your time. Thank you, um, likewise. Awesome. All right, everyone. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. I know your time is super valuable 
and I know that you're here to learn how to grow a successful practice. So I have something special just for you. If you're a health expert who is in business or is aspiring to be, and you're curious about how to grow a profitable, impactful business, you're going to want to pay attention because as a listener of this show, we want you to win. So we've created a bundle of resources exclusively for the listeners of The Practice Revolution. These resources are worth $7,000, so stick with me here. If you're tired of trying to figure out this game of business, marketing, and sales all on your own, and you're ready to implement what's already proven to work, rather than reinventing the wheel, you're going to want to send us a private message on Instagram at The Practice Revolution. And simply let us know that you listen to our podcast and we'll personally hand over $7,000 worth of trainings, resources, and coaching that is available only for listeners of this show. So if you want to know how to increase your income, impact more people, and build a practice that works for the lifestyle that you want and that serves your family at the highest possible level, go ahead, send us a private message on Instagram at the practice revolution right now so you can win big in your practice and in your life see you soon